welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Well, it's that time of year again. That chill you felt creep down your spine. That wasn't the cold October winds blowing, no. That was the beginning of Married at First Sight, Denver. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are back. Yeah, and you know what? I am just going to start right out and say I hope that the writer strike concluding has improved the situation there at Lifetime so that this season is not, what was it, 45 episodes or something? (laughs) No, I think it was only 25, but it felt like a lot. Last season, it felt like we really fully tapped out what was available to us in that season. And then it went on for an additional like seven episodes. Oh yeah, last season was rough. This one is hopefully better. It has to be. I mean, it would be nice if it was. That's that's for sure. And I mean, I guess I'm trying to reserve judgment well (laughs) we'll see how long that lasts yeah so i guess uh i guess uh we can just start start going through share our thoughts i mean i always i always get a little sleepy through the first couple episodes as they i just i have one more complaint before we (laughs) I just, I don't really like the pacing of the show a lot, especially in the beginning. It just feels like with all of the recording that they do, surely they have enough, enough that they could show us to like keep, keep things moving to some degree show us interesting things instead of just spending i don't know what feels like 15 minutes pre a wedding where absolutely nothing of note or interest happens and it's just three people standing there being like yeah well i slept well last night did you sleep well last night I mean, I you know not really. I was up because I'm, you know, getting married at first sight, as you might remember. It's kind of the premise of the show. And just going through all of that stuff. When there are much more interesting things to to explore here. And that's that's true. And we just the, we just get stuck. The before wedding part, like when they're about to walk down the aisle or whatever, that part needs to be shortened. I mean, we we only got one full wedding. Well, they so never far. they never show like multiple full weddings in the first episode. I need I need some movement. I need some <laughs> some excitement here. So, well, they did start off with some excitement. I don't know if excitement's the right word well, for it, but we did start off with Michael, our first 
victim. <laughs> victim. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we start at this at his wedding. Yeah, which you you knew things were gonna be weird with that being the case. Which I also feel like wasn't a, a huge surprise to most of anybody if they've been paying attention because and maybe it's just my association with you but like months ago i feel like i saw the whole promo thing of the couples and it's like michael and then question mark remember yeah that? yeah that's been so, in the, the promos so it's this wasn't exactly a huge surprise here the bigger surprise is just michael <laughs> himself himself uh i i think I... no no please <laughs> he has a sword at his wedding and a crown yeah so uh here's the thing i i don't want to make fun of that because it, there could be something that i don't know it's very possible, <laughs> you know, there are a lot of, or at least some uh, sorts of scenarios where that would make sense. Uh, military weddings, as an example, uh, like military officers, you'll see have people with swords because that's like a military yeah, thing. Yeah, but that's, that actually, this didn't look like that. This looked like here's like my hobby sword and crown not like well so the the crown in my opinion makes it a bit more suspect <laughs> i will <laughs> I, I will admit <laughs> that the the crown added an element where i was like you know i i could more realistically see there being some overarching reason or purpose with the swords whether it's military or i'm sure there are like uh, fraternal orders or like whatever it is um that probably have some sort of sword imagery and and stuff like that for weddings but beyond beyond that uh i don't know yeah this the sword uh when taken in context with the crown and also his admission uh, that he's an acquired taste <laughs> i think i think would indicate that there 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 may not be a bigger answer to that particular question yeah we're going to have to wait a little bit to, to understand what's happening there. I mean, we see that he's been waiting for 20 minutes and the bride hasn't come down. And then finally she does and says, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. All the while, not showing her face just from the no, back. I'd love to know how she got out of that. Like, how did, like, contract wise and everything. I mean, we see nothing of her. Yeah, especially since this isn't something that's happened before. I'm not. I'm not sure what the protocol is. Why she? Why she got away with that? Yeah, and then on after party, Keisha said that 
apparently she decided she wasn't going to go through that before she came down the aisle. So it's not like she was walking down the aisle, saw the sword and the, the helmet and, or the crown and was like, I can't do this. She it was a predecision. Okay, because so, some had speculated. No one, no one on this podcast, of course, but some had speculated that perhaps she saw what he looked like and was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which would be understandable. Okay. <laughs> Whoa, Nelly. Let's, let's not be too judgmental here. Uh, but that is, that is something that has uh, definitely happened on other reality shows uh, before. Uh, I, I seem to remember uh, at least one Love is Blind contestant, for example, seeing their partner and being like, <laughs> oh no, uh, I liked you better when my love was blind. And yes. now my love is not blind. My love is over. And uh, it kind of felt like that could have been the case here. But uh, you have it from good sources that that was not the case. But so she made, she, it wasn't in that moment, but it was still after everything like the bachelor and bachelorette parties went down and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I think we still, how did they, how did they, managed to work around her so much i don't know it seems like the wedding dress shopping is like done individually maybe so that would be easy to just cut her segment but the bachelorette party yeah normally they're all up in each other's so business theoretically she was there but i guess they just edited around her i wasn't really looking out for someone with dark hair though when we watched it i wasn't really paying attention okay well uh we may never know yeah really weird situation I feel i feel like she got lucky there that they were willing to do that versus like putting her on blast oh yeah she would have gotten crucified online <laughs> i mean i personally think it's a terrible idea to go on the show <laughs> well <laughs> so she she might actually be a better person <laughs> sorry I no. mean, I, the thing is, why would you sign up for this? Just to back out at the last second. Look, some people get cold feet about weddings, okay? just It just happens. Um, but one one thing I will know, I guess, is I, I don't fully appreciate Michael's fashion sense. We'll say that. You're talking about his man skirts? Not specifically. No, just everything. <laughs> I don't remember what else he was wearing. I mean, he just he had a whole a whole list of of how how his uh, fashion has come to be, um, and it's I don't know. I guess I'm just boring. She's like, yeah, let me get some jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> no graphics, please. I'm not advertising for anybody. Just solid colors, okay. Uh, I'm sure you loved, you loved everything he had going on. Oh, his style? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's... You are seems, the fashion consultant for this show. It seems like an oddball. Yeah, uh, and I, I guess let's bring this up now then, because it's, 
it's 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 appropriate and i think i feel like we continued this trend uh throughout the episode as well but i don't know i just i feel like people who are this specific in their personalities and their like fashion sense and all that stuff it doesn't make for higher chances of success on this show in my opinion i don't no, know it's just higher entertainment for the audience yeah so higher probability of being a disaster perhaps but in terms of like having a successful marriage i i don't know if that math really works out because the person you have to find who is going to be able to put up with whatever whatever that is, right? Because I'm sure he's a lovely person. But he is also seems a bit strange. And you got to find someone to take that on and bask in in that glow. And I don't know if I have enough confidence in the experts necessarily, especially of late, to really be able to pinpoint who that person is who would legitimately be a good match for them. I don't think the pool is big enough, basically. You know, they the don't pool have the like pool. thousands and thousands and thousands of people who fill out applications. I don't know. I, it just seems like based on who we get each season it's like this is the best of the best this was the best they could match i mean i have asked that before so behind closed doors <laughs> mm -hmm. should we move on to brennan and emily sure i mean i'm gonna have a hard time keeping track of some of these people i mean yeah i don't know them by face yet but i feel like austin and brennan are pretty similar facially speaking yeah so emily is 29 she calls herself the life of the party she needs someone to tone her down she's very high energy mm -hmm. hasn't ever been in a serious relationship which that's a massive leap <laughs> to then appear on this show <laughs> yeah yeah the, just uh, maybe a, just a little bit uh no no experience in this field whatsoever. She has very skeptical friends. Specifically, specifically very skeptical friend. That that one friend. Uh, I don't know. It seemed like all of them were questioning her by the end. At the wedding, they kept asking, like, is she ready? And that one friend you're talking about said she was self-absorbed, basically, <laughs> like. Yeah, I think I think her name was Lil Lily, maybe, but yeah, she was just like not not pulling any punches. She was like, "No, you're gonna <laughs> fail." <laughs> My favorite exchange they had was when Emily said, "I can just be me," and the friend said, "That's all you ever do." <laughs> oh, <like>, wow! <laughs> Perhaps a little bit of. Uh, tension there that that's not yeah <laughs> interesting that you would bring that friend on to film with you when that's their opinion of you i mean you don't necessarily 
know what your friends really think of you. Well, she does now. Until push comes to shove. Uh, and maybe maybe she knew that she, you know she you know she's just kind of my rain cloud friend like <laughs> she's so adorable she just like says these things and she's like yeah you're a hopeless failure oh <laughs> you're so cute <laughs> i got the impression that this might not go well well she is <laughs> she is paired with a guy from new york who He's talked about his New York side coming out. Oh, goodness gracious. And his parents fought a lot growing up. Which, oh, man. This is so great. He's just like, yeah, man. My parents, like, had this horrible relationship. Fought all the time. But, you know, they were married for 30 years. So they are basically my role models. I mean, that's what he's got, I guess. Pastor call Pastor Cal calls them a wonderful match. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes right now. You can't see, but it's happening. I mean, someone who's never been in a relationship with someone who maybe doesn't has hasn't had a good relationship modeled for yes, him. Or just any sort of positive communication within a relationship yeah. context whatsoever. Or knowing how to have conflict. Mm-hmm. In a healthy way. Yeah, this is gonna go well. This is yeah. This yeah. wonderful match. This is this is gonna go well. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Who else do we have? Next is Lauren and Orion. This this is going to be an interesting one. Interesting. Orion is twenty seven. He's Native American. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's sort of speak, speaking of like, like extreme specificity. Um, because they're both very, seem like very strong personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, strong pers- personalities as well as like being very into their respective cultures as well. Um, and I guess he, uh, I. He, he like explained it in his interview, but there's just the concept, I guess, within uh, Native American culture in some respects. Really don't want to be generalizing here. Seems risky. But, you know, there's just the idea of, you know, the masculine and the feminine spirit. And um, I think even some, some people would say like, they're two spirit in that way. They have both masculine and feminine. Um, but he just sort of had a, a, like, he went from that to then just being like, yeah, and I went on a date with a guy and we kissed and I wasn't into it. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was directly, supposed to be directly connected to the feminine energy stuff. But yeah, that was the, the end result. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. He's also an electrician. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and she's also a strong personality. Um, attracted to both men and women. Mm-hmm. I think she's called it a floater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she likes the strength and bravado that a man provides. So that's what she's looking for. Mm-hmm. Which... Again, I don't 
necessarily have a whole lot of faith in the experts at this point. Because I feel like they saw her survey where she was like, yeah, you know, I, I'm queer. I like both men and women. But like, I'm looking to be married to a guy because that's like what I've decided to do. And they're like, you know what she's telling us is that she wants a man with a strong feminine side. That's what she's telling us. And I don't know that that's what she's telling them necessarily. No, it seems like kind of the opposite. Right, where she wants like a, a, like a, as like the top of whatever the man scale is. And then she like is still going to appreciate feminine beauty when she comes across it, but she's going to be married to a man. So I don't know how that's going to go down. Because it kind of seems like it could be a bit of an Alexis and Justin situation. Yeah, we don't want to repeat that. No. I don't know. I don't. All sorts of horrible, horrible insults. I don't remember what the little canned statement they said about why they're a good match was, but it, it does seem like a bit, could be an odd pairing, but it could also work. It just depends. Yeah, I mean, it depends how willing they are to, like, not be so stuck to their guns, I guess, and, and sort of very specific things. But, I don't know, I, I feel like perhaps the experts were like, you know what? Drama? <laughs> We did also learn that her mom died in April, which this was around January or February. So I guess almost a year since yeah, her mom had passed. Not, not fun to be going into a wedding in that context. Yeah. She's also a budget officer for the federal government. Mm-hmm. So probably... Probably makes a decent amount of money. I mean, seems like she's no she's no Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> seems like seems like uh and maybe maybe it's uh just more likely uh since Denver I feel like Denver has a lot of tech and and stuff like that, but it seems like a f- decent Decent number of people who here, like, probably doing pretty well for themselves financially. Yeah, potentially. I mean, you had, like, you had Michael, who is, is uh, what, like, a, a senior project manager. Um, so I'm sure he's doing pretty well for himself. Um, Emily is, like, a some sort of sales or account executive. Uh Brennan was like in software. All these people are freaking loaded, I'm assuming. Should we move on to Becca and Austin? Another perfect match. If you go by the families. (laughs) This one, um, the most memorable part for me was, I guess, Becca. Hmm. See, well, so you, 
explain that first. <laughs> well, just just like her backstory that they gave us, like she's a wedding photographer, but is also like quirky. Um, but then they talked about <laughs> what I'm, I'm. I'm sorry. <laughs> she seems like a really nice person, and I'm wishing her success here. But saying that, like playing video games and listening to podcasts makes you quirky i'm sorry <laughs> yeah i guess i'm quirky too that then. is just that is just not true <laughs> i'm not even sure what the definition would be but that seems pretty normal and standard yeah i mean countless look i don't want to bring out the statistics being a podcast person but even elderly people are listening to podcasts regularly now like multiple times a week yeah. okay it is not quirky <laughs> maybe she meant the video game part please, please continue <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry um but yeah they talked about like the the autoimmune disorder that she has she had to have surgery in her spine and finally got diagnosed with endometriosis mm -hmm, which is a super fun condition yeah, she's been through a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm I, everyone wants, you know, uterine tissue just randomly growing throughout your body. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it's just, it feels super great and is not at all excruciatingly painful. Maybe the most quirky part about her is the pink hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we also met Austin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this is the one where the mom was like super like oh, skeptical oh my word i like that woman does not like her husband <laughs> i just i i was struggling to come up with a different explanation just everything she was saying about like like look austin you have no idea. Marriage is so hard. It is basically impossible. You have no idea the struggle, the the pain, okay? The pain it is to be married. And she's sitting next to her her husband. Who's not saying anything. No. no. <laughs> like, wait. Is she talking about like marriage in general or like this specifically? Ah, <laughs> uh, it was just, it was very funny to me. I mean, it doesn't necessarily bode super well, but very funny to watch. Just the absolute, like, no, this is horrible. Yeah. And then didn't she too, like, straight up tell him that he was not ready to be married? Yes, and that he should be nervous. <laughs> yeah, because because marriage is incredibly hard. Just ask her. She's been married to that guy for like 30 years, and he's the worst. He like never does dishes or anything. Also, Austin has a, a roommate who's a woman. Hey, it's 2023, okay? It's very modern. It's funny how... She was the only person there happy for him. 
in the slightest. <laughs> yeah. I actually <laughs> thought it was his sister at first, but then it said roommate. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do struggle a little bit because in some respects, perhaps I do agree with his mother. Just like, because uh, he's he's Mr. Hats, right? I haven't confused him with Brennan. I don't remember which guy had the hats, but oh, I gosh. could be right. Let me look at my notes again. Um, yes, yes, he is. He has so many hats. He had like rows upon rows upon rows of caps baseball caps <laughs> hung in his room hey some guys collect shoes this is his version of that yeah it's just it's very broy. <laughs> you know just the fact that he's out there walking around in denver all the time in his in his amazing sweatshirt and backwards cap combo i just i have a hard time i have a hard time thinking that bodes super well for their relationship and maybe this is a horrible horrible just judgment on people but i i just don't think that holding on to like this cool persona when you're effectively a middle-aged man is a green flag i don't know i guess i saw it differently i didn't i didn't pay much attention to the hats honestly christy is much more pure and non-judgmental and less cynical than i am <laughs> i don't think i even gave it a second thought <laughs> like, like oh, hats? okay I think they were just part of the like display on the room for me. <laughs> <laughs> she blocked that out. It wasn't important. <laughs> yeah. Next is Claire, who's 27, and Cameron, who's 32. Last but not least. Cameron has an accent, which yes. you correctly identified as being New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Now that because huge fan of Flight of the Concords. Also from New Zealand. So he knows his accent helps him get dates. He manages his own bicycle company. His parents divorced, well, you know, quite a few years back. And that's pretty much all we saw of him. There was a comment on Reddit that did not paint the best picture of him. Oh no, why? I... I don't know. It was it was a a bit of a long comment, but it's it's this person was like, "Good luck to, you know, whoever gets him after or whoever he is paired with on this show." Oh boy, because so. they know him personally or something. Yeah, like they dated him back in twenty seventeen. So you know he could have changed by now, but oh. I see. I mean. When you uh, are like, yeah, I have an accent, and I primarily use it to pick up chicks. <laughs> well, 
We'll, we'll see. I feel yeah. like I don't have a whole lot of information to make much yeah. of any sort of determination at this point, as is usually the case. Because most of the time, we got of useless footage before the one wedding that could have been used for other purposes. You know, like a shot of everybody working out in the gym. <laughs> uh, yes, this show has so much voiceover. Primarily by the experts, but also just the contestants themselves. So mm -hmm. much. As we see generic gym footage of ex-contestant as Patrick House, like, projecting over it. Yes, and I mean, let me tell you, we could have not, like, it was impossible for us to have found a better match for this person. We did an amazing job. He'll thank us later for sure. Just all the time. So what about her? Um, we don't get a ton about her other than that she's a therapist and also a quadruplet. And her brother died. I'm not sure how long ago. So there's just the three siblings now. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah, died by, by suicide. So that was all five couples, I guess, minus the mystery bride. <laughs> so then we move on to... Yes, four and a half couples. Yeah, attire <laughs> shopping. Yes. Gotta we, get decked out. Yeah, we only see Emily and Brennan this episode. And Emily struggles to find a good dress because there's kind of just something a little off with each one. Yes, and friend is along for the ride to continue to make criticisms. <laughs> yeah, her friends were kind of giving her a hard time, but she eventually found one. I feel like if I were shopping for my wedding dress... <laughs> I would not have wanted those friends to be there. <laughs> it's like if you're just gonna be sitting there snarking. Yes, yeah, sniping the whole time. What the crap? Isn't this supposed to be like a supportive girl power sort of thing where like you find the perfect dress and your friends support you in that instead of being like, oh, typical Emily just can't freaking make up her mind like are you sure this marriage is a good idea you know like whatever are you gonna do oh yeah it was some weird energy coming from them yeah also actually we did see Lauren shopping for a dress as well she wanted to look like a black Barbie she said I don't work out for nothing so gotta find a good dress Mm -hmm. But I think her mom not being there kind of took over her emotions a bit there. But she eventually was able to decide after FaceTiming, I think, her aunt mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, it's pretty emotional. Emotional time. I mean, we saw, uh, we saw Ryan get into a tux, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. He had the, like, green, choosing between the green and the navy. Yeah, I don't remember what he actually I chose. I think he picked but... the navy. 
I actually liked the green. Wow. I'm surprised. I feel like you don't normally like the suit choices. Yes. Um. Yeah. Depends. See, and so... Here's what? <laughs> Here's a thing. Okay. Because I, I I just I feel like I feel like and maybe I'll be proven wrong here when we see the wedding, but I feel like Orion took a more intelligent tact here. Because right there he could have done different things. Like he's a pretty quirky individual. He also, right, could have potentially, um, like, gone in a, uh, like, a cultural direction. Like, I'm sure there are actual outfits, you know, ceremonial wedding type stuff that he could have worn from the tribes that he's part of. Mm-hmm. He could have done that. But he wore and picked a pretty normal thing. Instead of Michael standing there with his crown. <laughs> like, I I don't know about you, but if I were doing this process, I don't know if I would like want to be there and like turn the corner and be like, oh wow. This person I'm marrying thinks so much of themselves that they're like, they are the emperor. <laughs> yeah, you want to put a, your best foot forward. It's that like, good first it's like, impression. Wow, this, this guy is is wearing a velvet cape and a and a beautiful crown, and he has a scepter. I'm sure he's totally normal and is not <laughs> narcissistic at all. And again, I'm sure Michael's Did fantastic. Did he have a cape? No, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm embellishing to prove the point of like, when you're in this environment of like, you, you don't know that person, you have no context <laughs> at all for their behavior at this point. You yeah. really, you really got to be careful. Uh, because as we know, from the whole Mitch situation, if you tank things at the beginning, good luck getting that back yeah, i mean you can't recover they made it past, past the wedding but like that whole the whole like curvy gate during the honeymoon they, they never came back from that and i feel like that could be a sort of similar thing so props to him for making that decision because like once they get past the wedding they can have actual conversations with each other you know and get some additional context and share those things about themselves and the things that are important to them but be normal initially yeah i agree with that yeah so uh good times on to the bachelor and bachelorette parties uh, where people partied hard especially emily yeah and this is Again, maybe I'm just a fuddy-duddy, but I feel like I feel like this is much more a 
like a movie television trope than an actual thing that the majority of people are doing anywhere in the world at this point in time at least i hope so (laughs) (laughs) this just seems so like over the top to me like i don't know anybody in real life who had a bachelorette party like this right where it's just like so like like obvious like ooh, here's the strippers let's put our face in their crotch like yeah i would i would say likely most people do that it's like or don't do that rather like most people are like oh like let's have a gathering and have some food together or oh let's like go fishing for the weekend or even like i know people go to vegas all the time for this but i feel like it still isn't as as extreme as this but Right. This what was, do, what this do was, I know? This season in particular, though I can't necessarily say in particular because I, I've always blocked the previous seasons from my memory. But like this was very this was very hands on. <laughs> you like you like put that way, very hands on. Very true. Austin was not a huge fan of you know everything that was happening, but everyone else seemed to be on board which which, look i appreciated that because that was that was sort of a step away from the the stereotype that i was imposing on him of like bro and like the bro culture um and uh, i think also uh uh what's her face i gotta go back becca 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 was not into it either so and there's a there's a point of connection there. Yeah, if they're watching this back, they can bond over they that. Be like, wow. You're not a you're like you're not you're not into strippers. I'm not into strippers. Though, of course, every person was very careful to be like I am so sex worker positive. Yes, they all threw that in there. Even even Austin, who's like, uh, yeah, like I'm not really interested in all of this. And like, oh, you're not interested. Like, I'm pro sex worker. I just, it's just not my thing. <laughs> Which, uh, good, good for him, I guess. We saw the ladies having a discussion about length. Where, I feel like we always, <laughs> yes, I mean, this always is a very. Have, that tried and true conversation she's had eight to nine inches and she's no longer into that (laughs) and then we head over to the men where i don't remember who said this it might have been orion he said when you hit that wall it's a little disappointing um yes because they were talking about about sex and Mm -hmm. then cue confusion they're like what What are you talking about he's like you guys clearly must not have massive penises like I do. <laughs> uh, he said he's been given a girth certificate. I have never heard that phrase before, but that is hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> but look, that's, I mean, that's, that's uh, something that some people struggle with. Yeah, you know, because... 
Yeah. You know, over here, you know, you know, most guys are, you know, so, you know, like, oh man, is my penis okay? Is it large enough? But bigger isn't always better because anatomically speaking, once you get to a certain point, hard to accommodate. That is true. And so... Uh, apparently, uh... Ryan's had some issues in the past. Yes, and I guess he was saying, too, he, like... He, like... Has stopped going out with people because... Having sex with him was too difficult for them. Like, it was painful. (laughs) Tough. He he did say at After Party that... He barely remembers this conversation like he was that (laughs) drunk. So I guess the alcohol took over a bit, great. and he started revealing some stuff. That's that's always great. Yeah, and uh, Austin was not particularly interested in this conversation either. No, I think the rest <laughs> of them were all a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Look, the reality is you you insist on having these sex conversations stuff like this is going to come up from time to time yeah i think the producers are definitely encouraging this stuff mm-hmm. yeah so finally it is time for emily and brennan's wedding oh, she exciting. has she has gotten a major spray tan i was not the only one on, on the internet who noticed that yeah, she was a little on the orange side. Yeah. So Brennan's dad looks very skeptical to me. He said mm-hmm. this is a bold move and he hopes the risk you take is legitimate. <laughs> yeah. His his mom was less was less uh I don't know, pointed, I guess. Yeah. She's like, oh, I love you. Hope it works out. <laughs> uh, which, I, like, I I always, I get this the skeptical approach because I would be massively skeptical myself. Um, I also, I was getting kicked out of his dad because... He was just kind of standing there, and I thought, I thought he said no, but he was basically standing there. He was like, "Hmm, hmm." <laughs> I feel like that's like just a typical parent response. Like, what else are you gonna say when your kid is doing something like this? I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> so I, we can skip all of the like. Before the ceremony Uh, footage. The fact that Emily was freaking out. Yeah, she had to keep stepping outside in the cold. Mm -hmm. But eventually, they both make it down the aisle. I feel like he looked happy enough. Happy enough. (laughs) He was like, oh, monster. I don't know. It seemed fairly normal-ish reaction. It's a, t- it's a tough place to be. I know. It's such an awkward moment. Yeah, because it's like, you got it. You got, I feel like 
you really have to steal yourself so that whatever is inside of you does not actually come out. Unless so, it's pure joy inside. Exactly. Because otherwise, like, camera pans over, is like, ah, bride! Switches back to group, and it's just like, the honesty of dis- disgust. <laughs> like, you, you can't, even if that's what the situation is, like, I feel like you really... You got to prepare poker face in that moment. <laughs> Just in yeah. case. I feel like a lot of people do a good job of that in the past. You don't really get their true feelings until the ITM later on. Yeah, or even later in the season. <clears throat> Eris is clapping. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you thought I forgot. I didn't. That was, that was rough. Yeah. Did you appreciate the kind words from family and friends? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, um, oh wait, never mind, that was later on in the vows. Yeah, I think the the stuff from the family was nice. There my, wasn't anything that like, any red flags really there. Yeah, my, my biggest takeaway was basically that both, both, family friends letters essentially said this person will never shut up good yeah luck. they both did mention the talk <laughs> good luck <laughs> now yeah. what i wouldn't have done is what emily did and reveal in the vows that this is my first relationship yeah, bold play there i would have saved that for you know yeah like, the, the toast i, I would have saved that for never <laughs> uh he can find out when he watches the season yeah. <laughs> or at least the honeymoon or something i don't know just to put it out there that he like looked taken aback yeah if this sort of feels like a like i don't know sort of bedtime of first night honeymoon sort of thing like yeah so i've just never been in a relationship yeah. <laughs> but you're already in bed with me. We came all the way to Mexico, so you can't run away screaming now. It's too late. <laughs> also, he didn't have any socks on, which bothers me every time I see this. <laughs> Men in suits or tuxes and there's no a, socks. It's a style. And it's short pants okay. that are like capris it's, practically. <laughs> it's a it's a style of, you know, the the high water pants and like loafers without socks. I don't get it. It's, it's, look, it's men's fashion. Okay. I don't expect you to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you just, just about lose your mind. You're like, what? <laughs> I just personally, as someone who like, I feel like I have sweatier feet than average. It's like, why would I ever do that to my poor shoes? You need a barrier. <laughs> It's like you're just like the socks wouldn't make it more sweaty. No, they they are a barrier, so my shoes don't get disgusting. Oh, I see. And it's like the whole purpose of of things like that, like undergarments, is to keep other things from getting gross. Yeah. I too am passionate about socks and underwear. 
So don't think that you're you're the only one with with that passion, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh it's a style. It's a style. You don't, you don't have to understand it, just appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah. only the only other thing I had from after party is that as hard as Emily partied, the party continued. They went to another strip club after the bachelorette party. And I think a couple of the guys might have oh done that as well. So why? What is the point? It just seems like it would have already been so late. But I guess they need to keep the party going. <laughs> feel like you are very outside the normal you're like yeah i mean i just like it was 2 a.m at that point you're like i would have been in bed hours before that yep <laughs> i would have been tucked in <laughs> tucked in halfway through the first bachelor party i don't have energy for that <laughs> yeah i feel like some people like to party and Emily likes to party, and I guess she had her whole group of friends there, and so they they tore it up. I mean, she was very drunk. She like, tried to do a handstand and stuff. Oh, yeah. That was a little embarrassing. That's hard to do when you're a little tipsy. A little tipsy, very tipsy. I mean, they had to blur her crotch because she was, like, <laughs> kicking up her legs. <sighs> not, not the greatest look, necessarily well yeah so but apparently apparently some people like to tear it up like that i was gonna say you know what i wouldn't have wanted my bachelor party to be televised like that i would be so embarrassed and i was like you know what i didn't actually have a bachelor party at a strip club and i didn't get drunk so probably wouldn't have been that bad no, it would have been tame. So tame and so boring. Unlike these people who had so much fun. So suck it, Christy. <laughs> so interesting first episode. Mm-hmm. Interested to see the rest of the weddings and the whole runaway bride thing. Yeah, because are they going to keep him around just as a sad lonely single person like what are they gonna do hopefully they show show us all the details yeah because if they just boot him it's kind of wasted our time at this point so i mean he is supposedly going to be actually getting married to somebody else so but like his own individual season yeah, I don't know how the timing of that is going to work because the wedding was like after these weddings. So, so yeah, so talk about that because you you're saying you heard some, but like he got current, married in March. I guess currently unsubstantiated rumors. Yeah, supposedly he got married in March, and these weddings were like January at some point. That seems like it's going to be really w- weird. Trying to like smush all of that together yeah i don't know people are speculating maybe that's why this season was delayed so are they just like sorry guys you're actually not getting married in two weeks you're getting married after we vetted this backup person maybe i don't don't know how that worked because that just seems like a, a long time 
Yeah, I don't know why it would have taken that much longer. Because, like, two weeks before, you were just telling people, we've matched you. So wouldn't it be easy to just go back to the pool of people and have another wedding in, like, a week or two later? I'm not sure why it would have taken another month and a half. Yeah, it kind of... It seems like it defeats the purpose of, like, the whole cohort thing, if that's the case. Yeah, like, will he even get to film with them at all? Like, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. And please, like, if (laughs) we just get another 10 episodes that's just his relationship tagged onto the end, (laughs) I would lose my mind. We won't be covering that. (laughs) I I would be so angry. So freaking angry.